The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Good morning, everyone. We're Brothers on Law. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And, you know, the weather's starting to change here, isn't it, Rob? Starting to get a little chilly. It's good to see that the holidays are coming around the corner. Man, this year went by like lightning. Oh, unbelievable. Fall time. I love it. All right. Hey, uh, Larry, do you remember when, um, you know, it's uh, really a, a sad thing when you see your folks getting on. And uh, our folks were getting on some years back. And our dad, you know, who was a, really a sweetheart of a guy, all of a sudden, though, he didn't like to see people who were all incapacitated and elderly. You remember that? Yeah. He, he, was, be, he was intolerant for a couple of different reasons. Yeah, that was he, one of them. Yeah, it was a weird thing to see this really sweetheart of a guy become intolerant. And I, I finally figured out it was because he didn't want to be that person. The fear of getting older. Yeah, the Boys. fear of... of uh, being that uh, person who was basically incapacitated, yeah, and yeah. checked out, but and so he kind of checked out of life, you know, to avoid being that person. It seemed to me, yeah, you know, but um, it's it's it is a problem that everybody uh, faces, faces yeah. uh, ultimately, and our generation is getting on now. You are, Rob. And, I must yeah. say, look at that. And a lot of us still have uh, folks around. They're lucky enough to have their folks, but they they could be in these bad tough situations. And Which we, leads us to what, Rob? Well, we, uh, we're going to be talking today with a, a gentleman who is, has ex- special expertise in taking care of uh, folks like this. And his name is John Mason. He runs Bright Star Care. Welcome to the show, John. Oh, thank you, Rob. Welcome. Great to be here. Welcome, uh, John. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, John, uh, well, this is a problem, right? I mean, it, this is a, an issue that so many of us are facing right now. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely, Rob. I mean, as everyone knows, it's the aging boomer generation. There's actually 10,000 people turn 65 every day from now until about 2025. So it's a huge population of people. Uh, The baby boomers, boomers. basically, right, John? That's a lot of old folks walking around. Oh my <laughs> God! Ten thousand of them. What are we going <laughs> to do with all? What we going to do with all these people, John? What are we going to do? <laughs> so, so tell us about um, what you do. Well, I have a home care agency, so I send people into the home to help folks because you know, as people get older, most everyone wants to stay home. Right. Uh, so my uh, business helps people do that. I have caregivers that go into the house and help them. Um, make a meal, you know, get in and out of the bathroom or shower. If they're not driving anymore, they'll take them to appointments or to the doctor's office. So it's some help in the home. So, John, what's the criteria for that? I mean, is it, 
Is it just that somebody calls and says that way we need help? Or do you do like a checklist? You go in there and kind of question them at The first. criteria is they're getting old and they need help. <laughs> Rob, come what on. What a question. <laughs> Rob, wait a minute. No. Just Holy because you're old like you doesn't mean that you need help. But maybe you do. Yeah. But anyway, so John, you're, answer you're, my question. What do, you, what do you think? Sneaking through. <laughs> John. Well, we have a, uh, I have an agency. So I have a director of nursing. So we go out. The nurse comes out. And she does uh, an assessment. So mm-hmm. she has a checklist of things. She checks uh, their mobility. You know, how can you stand and walk? What are you eating? You know, she takes the blood pressures and vital signs. And also uh, cognitively, if people, what, what their memory's like, she does a brief memory test. And then she examines the home to see if it's safe. Because you know, uh, falls are a common thing as people get over. So she makes sure that there's no loose rugs. Maybe you recommend grab bars. So she does a full assessment. Is there ever a time where you say, look, we can't even bring, we have to put this person in an assisted living home. We can't provide 24-hour care, or do you? Uh, we do provide 24-hour care, but almost everyone, as you know, disease progresses, they'll come to a point where they'll have to go to a nursing home or a hospital or assisted living because they're just not able to care for them in the home anymore. So this is not necessarily alternative to an assisted living or nursing home environment? No, it's usually the step before. You know, step before. Depending on how, you know, what your illness is, if it's progressing, eventually someone's going to need some nurses around all the time uh, to help them. That and sounds we, terrible because if I was in that situation, I just want to be home. I don't want to be in one of those nursing homes. No. But you those know, those places look terrible. But Rob, John, from a personal note, that's where my father in law is now. We did have people coming in mm-hmm. and helping him. He has Alzheimer's. He's stage five to six. Mm-hmm. And we finally had to place him in an assisted living home, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Poor because, guy. Yeah, and he's yeah. got incontinence, oh, oh, so many things. It's just so sad. He really doesn't identify or uh, know who we are anymore. Mm-hmm. Is there is there guilt yeah, with that? It. Is there I, a little guilt? I, I bet there is, you know? I mean, no, I mean, on your part. Do you have some guilt? <laughs> <laughs> Not me, yeah. but maybe my wife, you know. But, yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of a natural thing that, you know, that, that you, you got – the person who's incapacitated or mm-hmm. they just, you know, no one can really handle them at home anymore. Yeah. And now you're putting them in one of these places and how do you feel about that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's a really difficult family decision, but there certainly comes a point where they just, like in that example, they're uh, wandering a lot. You know, they have to be watched all the time. They become yeah. a danger to themselves, you yeah. know? Uh, sometimes it's funny things. I've had people like, you know, the, where's my wallet? Oh, it's in the refrigerator. You know, they uh. find that kind of thing. Or what's that smell? And, you know, the stove's been on and the water's boiled down to nothing and it's smoking now. So yeah, you, I, you just never know. I, I got to digress for just a moment because <laughs> our Aunt Stella, God bless her, she was in like in her Na- mid-90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up putting her in an assisted living home mm-hmm. Um and at one point, she had a pocketbook, like a wallet, and yeah. she could not find it. And so she uh, employed me to try to find the wallet for mm-hmm. her. So after about 30 to 40 minutes of looking and looking and looking, going through the refrigerator mm-hmm. of all things, <laughs> and it turned out that she was sitting on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, still, <laughs> you've been that. sitting on there your wallet. And the whole time she's saying, somebody stole it, somebody yeah. stole it. And somebody was me, it looked yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> So, John, uh, how does someone, um, you know, get your kinds of services then? 
Well, you know, most people find us online. You know, just about everyone now will Google home care and the zip code where they live and just see what comes up. Um, some people also go privately, like they'll just find a, a friend of the family. Oh, I've got a great caregiver and they'll recommend them. And some folks will even look on Craigslist to find caregivers. But how do they, how does one figure out, uh, Larry talked about criteria. Um, you didn't you know, like that question though, well, Rob. I guess <laughs> now you're, now, now you're adopting now, my... Now that it's my turn to talk, <laughs> I Boy, like that question. Is that a little a brother question. or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a better question. I, <laughs> hey, John. I'm just wondering, when, when do you think, when do you say to yourself, geez, I, I just got to get some help for my dad or my mom or my aunt or, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, usually, um, you know, people can kind of see it coming, but everyone resists that. I mean, my own mom is 90, and she fell. She uh, lives up in Northern California. She actually fell in San Francisco on one of the hills. Oh, my. Not knowing it, she broke her arm. Oh. Tough old lady. She gets up. She walks to BART, takes BART home, oh. drives from BART to her house, and, and then the next day calls and, you know, my arm still hurts. I think, oh my uh, I, think I did she's, something. She's driving at 90. Wait, she's driving at 90 years old. With yes. a broken arm. <laughs> in San Francisco Hills. Guess what? Lots so of traffic. She's a tough lady and she Man. does not want any help. You know, she's very independent. So that's did you, uh, very common, that resistance to getting yeah. some care. John, as an expert in this arena, mm -hmm. did you suggest any alternatives for your mom? Well, funny thing is she won't tell me because she knows I have a home care business. She tells my brother, and then he tells me, did you know mom fell and broke her arm? Like, no, I didn't know that. She didn't uh, even tell me. That's crazy. <laughs> We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. So how, how widespread is this issue? You were talking about 10,000 people turning 65 every day. But so that, you know, as we get healthier as we are older, uh, I take it that a lot of 60, those 65-year-olds have... Uh, moms and dads and, and relatives mm -hmm. in their 90s or, mm -hmm. or, or whatnot. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So is this a, um, you know, becoming more and more people are in this boat? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just about everyone's parents are getting older and they're deciding what to do. You know, and it's, a, it's and can be, uh, if you plan well, they can age in their home. They, the term they use is age in place, so you get to stay where you're at with yeah. a little help. But... Um, sometimes uh, it, it, people wait too long and something will happen. You know, right. they'll kind of delay, delay, and then like there's a big fall and a hospitalization, or now now they can't walk and it's very serious and, and it can lead to you know a real panic situation. Right, where you're like my mom's coming out of the hospital, she can't even walk anymore. Who do I? What who do, do I, I do? find? Yeah, what do I that, do? That's I what have happened to go to work. My, yeah. That's what happened to my father-in-law. Yeah, uh, because he fell. He fell a couple of times, and mm -hmm. one time he fell and just flat out hit his head onto the pavement. Poor guy. Uh, it, was, it was just terrible. So I wanted to ask you this, so John, insurance, how do we pay for this? Do, will any insurance cover your home care, um, you know, aid and et cetera? Um, 
if you have a long-term care insurance, which you may be familiar with, is like a life insurance policy, but you right. have to take that out. Uh, health insurance does not. They, they uh, separate medical care and non-medical, and this is considered non-medical care Health insurance does not cover. Of course, they don't cover. Yeah, of course. They don't. Yeah. There is a push. Yeah, I mean, with with so many seniors, Medicare is trying to change, but it's a slow motion. They're trying to make some funds available to pay for non medical care. Well, isn't it a pre existing condition? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you think about it, I mean, I, that's the loophole I would. Now, now we're segueing into the legal aspect mm. of this, but you know, I mean, yeah. I can see creative lawsuits. Mm-hmm. trying to figure out a way to get coverage for these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Well, you think it, it's a medical condition, right? It is. Aging Dementia, is a medical condition. Alzheimer's. Yeah. Come on. If you are already over the age of 65 and all of a sudden now you got you need home health care, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a pre-existing condition that they shouldn't deny you for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that, Rob. Yeah. Let's, let's start a movement. Well, I mean, you know, send us a case, John. All right. Or you, or you need, you know, someone needs to pay for your services yes. and they're being denied. Okay. You know. But um, how, how else? Um, so how do people end up paying for this then? If they, if they weren't, they didn't have the foresight to get the long-term health insurance. Mm-hmm. The, the health insurance is denying the claim. The Medicare or Medi-Cal or whatever mm-hmm. is denying the claim. Yeah. What do you do? Well, then people will, uh, it's out of pocket, just pay out of pocket. The uh, family will pool funds. Uh, if you're a veteran, there's actually a veteran's benefit. It's called an aid and attendance benefit. Oh. And if you served one day at active duty during wartime, you know, Vietnam War, Korean War, World War II. Iraq. Huh? Iraq. Yeah, yeah. Okay. any active duty wartime veteran receives this benefit and it it, you have to fill out some forms to qualify, but that will pay, I think, up to a thousand twelve hundred dollars a month for this non-medical oh, care. That's something okay. I didn't know about. That's pretty oh, that's cool. Yeah. What exactly do your people do for these folks? What What are the exact services that they're providing? I think it depends on the person, right, John? Yeah, it's it's a general uh, categories they call activities of daily living. So it's it's bathing, dressing, grooming, uh, going to the bathroom eating, walking, and continence care. So that's, that's the list. What about it's, meal preparation? Yeah, they do meal prep and some light housekeeping, you know, wash some dishes, do some laundry, and also uh, some transportation. Do they provide, um, like, the prescription medicine? Uh, yes, you know? and medication reminders. Right. So if they have, uh, you know, one of those cassettes of medicines, they'll, you know, bring them the pills and a glass of water and say, all right, it's time to take your medicine. To make sure they're getting so the I have right a question, dose. Rob. I know you do, but I have one first. Okay, no, Is I it, had oh, mine first. <laughs> you just you just moved your mouth, but nothing came out. Though. <laughs> but I want to talk. Go ahead. Is it only for elder care, or for instance, we have brain injured clients that could benefit from you know this uh, you know a care for activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. So is it only for elder care or does your agency also provide for somebody who's had a brain injury? Yeah, we would help folks like that. The, the bulk of who I help are elderly folks, but we've had uh, spinal cord injury patients, some head injury, some um, those types of patients periodically. Yeah, so we help them. And ha- and is their care any different? No, it's... it. Uh, 
uh, we train our folks, so we definitely want them trained because that's a more delicate situation. It's more medically involved. So my nurse would uh, do the assessment and then train the caregiver. Like, this is how you transfer someone. This is how you help them in the bathroom so that they know what they're doing before they walk in. How is that not medical care? Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's how the medical community defines it, right? Yeah. I, I would say so. I mean, they need medical help, but the medical community, it's like if you're a medical care would be giving a shot or like a, if you're, you have diabetes and you're insulin dependent and you need a shot, that's considered medical care, right. an invasive procedure. I see. Well, so because my father-in-law, he does get... Medicare does cover some of it for a nurse that goes in there mm-hmm. and, um, you know, with a catheter and all this other stuff. So do you see that happening in your agency where there is some Medicare payment? Yeah, because they pay for the visits, like a nurse visit or a physical therapist to come out to, especially after a hospitalization. They'll say, okay, you can have six or eight weeks of home health care, which would be a nurse or a physical therapist that comes out. So Medicare does pay for some of the services that yeah. you provide. Mm-hmm. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. Okay, so you, you, you got this uh, incapacitated person in their home. They may be elderly or usually they're elderly, some form of dementia sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, how do you monitor the folks that you send over there to make sure that they're not taking advantage of these, you know, because we, we deal with elder abuse <laughs> yeah. cases, mm-hmm. you know, and really tough stuff oh, those, to see. Oh, those are terrible. It's yeah. really brutal. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, how do you kind of safeguard against that kind of thing? Well, with our, our folks, we we, uh, we check them out. We do a background check. We do a drug screen, a TB test, a physical. So anyone we send into the home has to have all those documents. And then my nurse trains them. We have quarterly training. And then she goes out uh, every three months to check, see how things are going. And they submit weekly notes, and my nurse reviews the notes. So if anything happens, she's on top of that. And what you're saying, Rob, is a real issue because really the agency is a more expensive option, and a lot of people will hire someone just privately because it's less. But you take on some risk with that because there's no supervision. You may not know who this person is. Uh, Something may happen to their family, and they're gone. You know, They have to leave suddenly, and you're left without a caregiver. So there, yeah. there's some risk with that, although it is a, a cost savings. I got to tell this story because before my father-in-law went into the assisted living, he had somebody, a private person that came in, and then they went to the movies one day. They took an Uber there, and on the way back, the oh. uh, caregiver I remember this. <laughs> the caregiver <laughs> got, got my father-in-law in the car and then closed the trunk, and the Uber driver just took off. Without the caregiver. Oh, so yeah. it's just my father-in-law and the Uber driver. <laughs> Your father-in-law has no idea where he's going. <laughs> he's like, Are I'm we still at the movies? Yeah. <laughs> We're going for a ride. <laughs> I don't know where. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so that was not a good thing for us. So. Oh, the guy's running after the car. Yeah, right. Basically. Wait for me. <laughs> you just took my... Oh, my God. Yeah, but stuff yeah. happens like you're describing, Rob, yeah. where... Especially uh, things often will go along fine for a long time, but if dementia develops and let's say, you know, it's your mom and they have a great relationship and now 
she has some dementia and she's a little more ornery. You know, she starts oh, yeah. says some nasty stuff to the caregiver, right. and then the caregiver gets mad, and all of a sudden it just breaks down. And yeah, they're fighting now, and uh, that could lead to some real problems. Right, so you have to be careful. You know who you have in your home, and and if someone in you know in the home you know like does something bad or takes something, you know, uh, steals something. What what is what do you guys do about that if you're in that situation or if you've ever faced that situation? I don't know if you have, but yeah, well, I have insurance. I have just general liability insurance, so we uh, go investigate it. O- often it's misplaced. I mean, I've had this happen, right. like, like you were describing. What? Oh, I was sitting on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> dumb. So we go, you know, but we investigate, and if it is if it is missing something stolen, then we replace it. We just do a replacement cost nice. through my insurance. Or sometimes they'll be moving someone and break a lamp. That happens, uh, or you know, someone slips and falls, and uh, something's broken. We'll replace that as well. Wow. Well, good stuff. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. So, our producer, Kamala, has uh, a question. Kamala. Kamala. in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just changed her name. It's Cameron. Cameron. See, the senility. It's Cameron. John, John, so we're going to need you for somebody over Early signs there. Yes. (laughs) I vote to put Rob in a home immediately. I do, too. Right? Can we get a replacement? I'll drive you over. Brothers. Ex-brothers-in-law. I'll take home care instead. (laughs) Okay. So I'm dealing with the current situation. It is not a good situation. It's very bleak and very depressing if you really wrap your head around it. I have a family friend who has no family. His uh, sons want nothing to do with him. He has, it's a real fallen from grace cat story. And we're left now with, he is in his 70s. Mm-hmm. He had a stroke several years ago and never properly rehabbed the arm. Mm-hmm. So now we're dealing with balance issues. He's falling. Mm-hmm. He's in a temporary housing situation mm-hmm. that isn't going to last forever. And the only money he gets is his Social Security, mm-hmm. which is just under $2,000 a month. So how do I help him get into a place that he can have care? He... I can't risk a fall. He says he's deteriorating mentally. This is all very scary and something I've never dealt with before. Mm-hmm. My, I tell my mom, you better not fall because I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. So what? who do I call or what, are there any resources for him? Well, in that situation, the, there is some government services. Uh, Medi-Cal has in-home supportive services, IHSS, uh, that will come in and they can do an evaluation and provide some care. And you can use that evaluation then to approach you know, a nursing home because Medicare or Medi-Cal will pay for a nursing home at a certain income level. So if you can get in-home supportive services there to do an assessment. And, and if they don't do it, I will do it uh, for no charge. I can send my nurse and I'll do that wow. for you. Just so you can have that document to say, okay, here's his health issues. Here's what he needs. 
uh, he obviously would qualify for you know care in your facility. And he is he a veteran? No, that was uh, I was uh, like we'd be safe yeah. if you were a veteran. <laughs> but also, I did find out something that when you call two one one on your phone, that is basically like a helpline for so many different scenarios you mm -hmm. have someone a homeless person that you see is in dire straits of help and uh let's see any type of reporting non-emergency mm -hmm. information so i called and it's basically adult protective services mm -hmm. and i made a report and mm -hmm. a social worker is going to go over and visit with him mm -hmm. but they say it can be up to 10 days if he's falling three times a day yeah. we're on the the clock is yeah. ticking oh yeah so but was that the right move to make to call and Get a social worker out there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, great. He's a danger. Thank you. Oh, you're hey, welcome. Rob, we have a right. tip of the day. Go Can ahead. You tell us. Oh, I will. Well, it's flu season, and so don't forget to get your flu shot. Seniors can request the flu shot to help them stay extra protected during this year, uh, the flu season. So don't forget to wash your hands often and steer clear of friends and family that are sick. All right. All right. That's a good tip of the day, Larry. It's time for the true or false segment that we do here on the show. So, John, in, no yes. in North Carolina, uh -oh. bingo games cannot last for more than five hours. True or false? <laughs> bingo. I'm going to say true. And our producer says it yes! is true. Yes! Yes! Those North Carolinians know how to run bingo, let me tell That's you. That's right. It goes on too long if All you right. don't yeah. you know, put the time They're up. probably asleep by that. The yeah, elderly yeah. Five people hours, are asleep. You know, yeah. that, that's, that's, that's a lot that of bingo. That is a good law. Yes, me. All right. And folks, if you know someone who's in this situation and you feel like they have not been provided good care or they've been abused in any way, shape, or form... You can call us. We'll check out that case and see what we think and uh, hopefully help you guys out. And you can call us at 818-886-6600 anytime. Yeah. You know, and that applies to a person that's suffered a traumatic brain injury, too. That's right. So That's and, right. And we've had some shows, uh, previous shows, so you could go to our podcast or go to YouTube and hear about a, our victim, our client, um, Ray, who suffered a traumatic Right, injury. right. We had a two-part series on that that recently aired. And, uh, you know, it's very important that people in that situation not only get the proper care, like John can set them up with, but also uh, uh, protect their legal rights. Proper legal right? representation, right? yes. And so don't be shy. Give us a call. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. All right, let's check the Mandel message box. Hi, Brothers on Law. This is Linda from Lake Balboa. And I have a question. My sister, who is an elder, is in a rehab facility after a surgery. And the staff dropped her and actually broke both of her legs. And now she has to be in the facility for much longer. Is there any type of recourse? Are they liable? Thanks. I'd love to hear your advice. So that's a, a really good question, right, Larry? Oh, yeah. What, what do you think, John? What, what would, how would you answer that question? 
Well, absolutely. I mean, that was a negligent act to drop someone at a nursing home and have a real uh, negative outcome there, broken bone. So yeah. they're in a bad situation. I, I actually have a case just like that right now. Where where a gal was in a hospital. She had a mental status change, and they were supposed to have her on an um, alarm if she got out of bed some kind of alarm and it wasn't hooked up and they weren't watching her and she wandered completely on the other side of the hospital, fell down and broke a bone. And it's just, uh, you know, I guess uh, it's just too bad. You know, you just you got to understand that people do need to be monitored in these situations. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's why they have insurance too. Right. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Well, it's uh, about time to wrap up our show and sign off. We want to thank John Mason for taking the time and come down here today. We really enjoyed having you on the show, John. If right, you missed thanks it, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's great. If oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. What? John, how House. do people find you? That's right. Thank Tell you, us Rob. about you know, exactly you That's know, your, very your website important. and all that. Yeah, it's... Uh, my office is here in the Valley. The number is 818-528-5388. Again? 818-528-5388. You can call us anytime. And you can find us on the web at brightstarcare.com. Wonderful. Excellent. So All right. So, any, okay, yeah, you go ahead. Well, if you've missed okay, any... Okay, I'll do it. No, I'll do it. <laughs> no, I'll do it. If you've missed any part of this show and you want to hear it again or you want to listen to our previous shows, go to brothersonlaw.com for all things Brothers on Law. And to all our listeners, thank you for turning, tuning in and check out our next week's show at the same time, 8 a.m. here on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.